Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to The Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. Going to Kingdom Success Listeners, Tom McCart coming at you. Episode 360. 360. All right. Man, I'm excited to be able to do this episode. I'm excited to be able to uh, talk to you guys about this. Uh, but before I jump into this episode that I'm excited about doing, which I've probably tried to record this episode at least, oh, five or six, maybe six or seven times. And each time I've just had to trash it and start over. But before I do that, guys, happy birthday, uh, happy anniversary, whatever, how you want to look at it to this podcast. Okay. I know at one point I call this podcast, the, uh, the success edge podcast. Then now I've called it kingdom success. You know, who knows down the road, I might change it again, but it doesn't matter. This has been 10 years of this podcast and God has done exceedingly abundantly above all I could think or imagine this podcast. Uh, I, um, I do this podcast for free. I just, uh, I just feel led that this is what God wants me to do. So it's a seed sown, I believe. And I know that I've seen harvest already from this podcast and I'm just uh, extremely grateful, uh, for what, uh, for what you guys have, um, you know, basically listened in and, Listen to me talk. Uh, I do this podcast not just for myself. Uh, it is actually a little bit for me to hear my own self because I and I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I mean that in a way that I can talk out my thoughts and you know kind of flesh out what's going on in Tyler's head. But the other thing is, is that I want this to go to be listened to possibly by my my kids and my children's children, um, so that they'll know what granddad and great granddad uh, talked about. And believe I'd love to have recordings of my of my grandparents, of my grandfather, uh, both my grandfathers. That is, even my own dad, uh, and even my great grandfather, uh, to hear him talk about different things that he learned over the course of his life, and how he applied God's word. So I'd have things that I can learn from from him. So that's one of the reasons why uh, I'm doing this. But you know, really, actually, the way this podcast got started was is I felt something inside me where that I, I knew that God had a God had something you know kind of fixated on me about sharing you know from a marketplace standpoint how God's word was being applied not from a minister of the gospel which that is very important but actually somebody that's actually you know down in the trenches someone that's actually doing uh, everyday life you know with Christians non-Christians uh, people that you know, could care less about Jesus and they don't care about church. They just want to make money or they want to, you know, <laughs> do whatever. But anyway, I want to talk about those types of things. I want to talk about how to succeed uh, and maximize your kingdom success in the marketplace. That is one of my big things. So we're almost to, uh, we'll probably be coming up here soon and say the next, um, oh, I say next three, four months. Uh, I think we might hit over 200,000 downloads of this podcast, which is awesome. I think we're right now at 186,000 uh, unique downloads, and I praise God for that. Uh, that is a awesome, awesome thing. But 
Here's what I want to do. I want to jump into this, okay? There's a lot of things going on in my head with this episode, but I, I want to stay focused, and I want to start out with uh, the actual reason why I chose to do this episode, because there's just a couple things that um, really hit me hard, and why I, I, I felt led to come back and do this podcast or this episode again, because actually I, I kind of talked about it a little while back. I gave a testimony of what God did and I might revisit that, or what God did in the business uh, dealings that I had. Uh, but I want to bring this back to full light uh, again because I think it's important. And it's also important to see it happen actually in a different part of Scripture uh, to give another perspective of why this is so important and what is important. All right, I'm going to read this actually. Uh, and this actually comes from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 20. I'm reading the Amplified Classic. It says, Do not say... I will repay evil. Wait expectantly for the Lord, and he will rescue you. So it was last month, last month, uh, that I was reading this uh, scripture uh, or proverb, because uh, it's obviously on Proverbs uh, the 20th, so I know that I was reading it on the 20th day of the month. And this verse just kind of leapt off the page, and I think it was literally that same day or the very next day, I was listening to the Bema podcast, and if you haven't heard me talk about the Bema podcast, just a little quick side note, I would highly recommend you uh, look up the Bema podcast, B-E-M-A, Bema podcast. Start with uh, season one, episode, uh, I don't think it's a zero, maybe, and you'll start to kind of learn how to think like a Jew uh, from a very unique perspective. Highly recommend it. Uh, it'll rock your world. It's been rocking my world. And it's taught me a lot. And one of the episodes that they talk about is actually Isaac. And Isaac specifically in Isaac chapter 26. And I don't have time to unpack everything that what the Word has to say about all these things. But again, I would highly recommend going and listening to that, uh, these, that whole entire podcast so you can gain some insight into that. But the reason why I felt like that this was just important after I read this whole entire scripture verse in uh, Proverbs 20, verse 22, where it says, Do not say, I will repay evil. Wait expectantly for the Lord, and he will rescue you. Okay. How does this look? What does this mean? Okay. I'm going to read actually some cross references from the New Testament. Um, and I actually I might read this one from the Old Testament as well. Hang on one second. Okay, so I want to read a couple of these cross-references. These are very important because, again, oh, wow, thank you, Lord. You know, as, as I'm just getting ready to read this, I just feel the Holy Spirit wanted me to say this, is who's your source? This is why you have to wait. When it says that in Proverbs, you've got to wait because your source is not your own, your own might, your own mindset, your own thinking of trying to fix a situation or someone has accused you of something or someone has done you wrong in a business dealings and you know you're right. 
I, I really do want to just encourage you guys to hold up. Wait expectantly on the Lord. Because he's the judge. He's the righteous judge. He's the one that will vindicate you if you're if you're on the right side of the of the tracks. Okay? That's number one. I mean, if if you've done nothing and you know that God is your source, then you have nothing to fear. I remember I remember uh, there was many, many years ago, uh, I actually um, got audited by the IRS. And I remember kind of freaking out about it. It was the first time this was going to happen uh, that Amy and I would get audited by the IRS. And um, we, we, honestly, I was, I was a little, I was a little upset. I was a little kind of frightened, if you want to call it that. And I remember, I remember, you know, it was like I was driving along. It was a couple, it was actually maybe a week or two into all this. And I was just really wrestling with this. And finally, the Holy Spirit, or either I, the Holy Spirit just basically said to me, what do you have to be afraid of? Did you do anything wrong? And I go, no, I did nothing wrong. Then, he's, then I just felt this peace of, of saying, then you have nothing to be concerned about. And at that moment, when the Holy Spirit told me that, I just had this peace. And I remember going to downtown Columbia, South Carolina, where the IRS building was at, uh, or where, where they were headquartered at in, in downtown Columbia, and just walk, walking in like without a care in the world. Honestly, I didn't have a care in the world because I knew we had not done anything you know, illegal on our taxes, or at least we didn't have any intent on doing anything purposefully wrong on our taxes. And <laughs> uh, so I had nothing to be concerned about. And I walked in there as... Cool as a cucumber, so to speak. And I, I bring all this back up to here. I'm just going to read this real quick. King, King David, King David is uh, Absalom's going uh, bananas in this story. This is actually Second Second uh, Samuel, uh, chapter 16. And this dude, uh, I, I think his name is uh, Shimeon, uh, Shimea, or I can't pronounce his name. You know, he basically is hurling all the these insults against King David as they're uh, on the road trying to escape from Absalom. And David says this, perhaps the Lord will look on the wrong done to me by Shimeah if he is acting on his own. And in that case, perhaps the Lord will this day return good to me in a place for his cursing. So basically, you know, David is saying, I'm just going to leave this in the hands of the Lord. I'm not if if I'm in the wrong, so be it. But if I'm if I'm not, man, because it says it says in Genesis chapter twelve that anybody that Genesis chapter twelve verse one for the ones that are called and are uh, Abraham's seed, <laughs> this is good. That if you curse Abraham, if you curse anyone's Abraham's seed, then guess what? It is not good for you. All right, because guess who's their defender. Guess who's their, you know, uh, guess who's guess who's their attorney at large, <laughs> God Almighty. Well, David recognized this. Now you can skip over actually to Romans. Read this: Never repay anyone evil for evil. Take thought 
for what is right and gracious and proper in the sight. This is uh, Romans chapter 12. Uh, in, in the sight of everyone, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. This, this is going to tie right into my Isaac uh, story here. Beloved, never avenge yourself. There it is. Never avenge yourself. Ooh, I can go off on that. But leave the way open for God's wrath and his judicial righteousness. Right? For it is written in Scripture, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Okay, now let me skip over to um, to First uh, Peter 3. All right, so I have to go, let me go first, uh, first Thessalonians. What, what I have for Thessalonians? I think it was First uh, Thessalonians 5, yep, 5.15. So let's read this real quick, okay? Here we go. 5.15, see that no one repays any uh, another with evil for evil, but always seek what is good for one another and for all people. All right, now let me skip over here to First uh, Peter 3.9. It says, and he says right here in 3.9, First Peter 3.9, never return evil for evil or insult for insult. Avoid scorning, berating, and even and any kind of abuse, that's huge. On the contrary, give a blessing, pray for uh, one another's uh, well-being, contentment, and protection. For you have been called for this very purpose, that you might inherit a blessing from God that brings well-being, happiness, and protection. And then I want to read this right here. Um, 1 Peter 2, 2.23 says, while, this is Jesus, they're talking about, Peter's talking about Jesus, while being reviled and insulted, he, Jesus, did not revile or insult in return. While suffering, he made no threat of vengeance, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges fairly. Talking about God. Trusted himself to God who just, uh, just, who, Judges fairly. Now, whew, okay, Isaac, let's watch this, okay? So the reason why this is all important is because there was uh, a couple years ago, I had a business dealing that really did not go well, and I actually got where that I was going to be on the outside looking in on this business uh, opportunity, which I had every legal right to be involved with, but God grabbed my heart right in the middle of that meeting that I was sitting in, and brought to my remembrance this whole entire 1 Peter 2.23. So being reviled and insulted, he did not revile or insult or in return. While in suffering, he made no threat of revenge or vengeance. He kept, him, he kept entrusting himself to the Lord who judges fairly. Okay? That was the scripture as, as the, you know, the whole business dealings was going on. I'm sitting in that meeting and hearing what is being told to me. Uh, I remember the Holy Spirit bringing this whole scripture verse up to me. And then, I, even though it was difficult for me to deal with that at first, I went about you know, holding on to that scripture verse that I was going to trust the Lord. And I was just seeking the Lord. Okay, so Lord, what, what, what's my mindset? How, how should I handle this situation? You know, should I? Because I mean, I had people telling me, say, "Hey, you know, you can, you know, uh, 
go after them. You know, you got to have a, let every legal right. Uh, I had some people saying, you know, hey, you know, honestly, it's not worth, uh, you know, the time of day. I had multiple things, but I wanted to hear from the Lord. And the Lord brought to my attention the whole, the whole turmoil that happened between the herdsmen of Abraham and Lot and how Abraham told Lot, said, hey, I don't want to have a squabble with between you. Whatever you deem necessary, whatever you feel is, is right, you take uh, the east or you take the west and I'll go the other way. Well, in that whole same thing right there, I went back and because of the Beam of Podcast, they brought this back up, this whole Isaac thing. Isaac goes in and does this, but man, it is actually even more severe of what is going on with this whole story in Genesis chapter 26. And let me set the stage real quick, and I know I'm kind of belating all this, but I think it's just important for you guys to, to kind of get the concept behind this. That And, here, and let me just say the concept, or let me say what, what the heart of where God's, where God's at with all this. Who do you trust? Who's your source? Do you really believe, okay, do you really believe Psalms chapter 23, where it says that he actually prepares a table in the presence of your enemies? And he anoints your head with oil. Do you really believe Psalms chapter 20? That the Lord is your shepherd, you have no want. Okay, because he's the one that actually helps you lie down in green pastures. He restores your soul. Not you vindicating yourself, not you walking in unforgiveness, not you trying to reconcile or trying to make up for what you might have might lose out on in a business situation. No, you dust your feet off, you wipe your hands clean of it all, and say, you know what, Lord? I'm going to put this in your hands. And it, Let me show you what Isaac does. So Isaac, he is told uh, by the Lord that there was a famine in the land, just very similar to the famine that happened in uh, Abraham. But instead of doing what Abraham did, the Lord told Isaac not to go down to Egypt, but to stay in the land. Well, because he did that, uh, the Lord blessed Isaac with a hundredfold return in the seed that he sowed in the land and during famine, which made him extremely wealthy, extremely prosperous. It, it goes into, I mean, it says in scripture that Isaac became very wealthy. Now, God's not opposed to you being wealthy, all right? God's just opposed to you, uh, wealth having you. Don't never, ha- never allow your wealth to be your source, always have God as your source. Now, watch this. Here's how you know you, you're making God your source. Watch this. Here's a little limit. Man, this is just working out even better than what I thought. So Isaac begins to trust God. And watch these things that start to happen to Isaac as he's in this land. Well, number one, all the wells that his father did dug, the Philistines had covered up with dirt. Okay, big, big thing that happened there. King Abimelech, number two, King Abimelech, in this whole chapter right here, King Abimelech orders Isaac to leave uh, from, from that area because he became too powerful. And so Isaac travels to another place. 
would, would you get offense, offended by all that? I mean, here you are, you're now becoming wealthy, becoming, uh, you know, you're starting to get social media followers, whatever you want to call it, that you, you kind of deem as, as famous or prosperous or whatever it is. And here, this gentleman, this other, this other king, other nation says, you got to move out. Okay. Also, Isaac started to reopen the wells, but then the shepherds of that area he moved to called the Valley of Gerar start to have a uh, claim those, those actual wells that they had reopened. Well, there was a dispute. And then they, uh, so there was a conflict right there. Isaac didn't do anything. He left, his, he left everything in the hands of the Lord. Don't you see that? So this is now three times that Isaac has been wronged. And he's left it into the hands of the Lord. So much so that they dig other wells. And guess what? There's another dispute. So Isaac and his servants, they go out and find another well. Another dispute arises. And they finally find a new uh, a new source of fresh water, and they call it Rehoboth. And there the Lord appears to Isaac, blesses him, and Isaac builds an altar and calls on the name of the Lord. And then we can plainly see this right here, guys, that King Abimelech then comes to Isaac and says, Hey, look, you've become too powerful. You've become so, you know, uh, we're afraid of you. Make an oath with us. Make, make a treaty. This is all because, because we see that God is with you. The Lord is with you. And what, it, what, it, what was the promise from, uh, from all the way back in Genesis chapter 12? That God would make his name great, would make your name great. Okay? God's going to make your name great. There's going to be opposition to that. Because you're taking territory. You might be coming, being promoted uh, in your sales force. You might be uh, elevated from, you know, uh, this person that was not doing hardly anything to management, upper management, whatever it is, you might have uh, ventured out and started your own business and all of a sudden your business is starting to thrive and everybody that you know, was your friend back at your job or wherever you were having you know, your old friends you know, start to criticize you for whatever you now that you're thriving and you're following what God has led you to do. All these things could have happened to you guys. It can totally happen to you. But where's your source? Are you going to take offense? Are you going to try to take vengeance in your own hands? Are you going to try to repay evil for evil? Don't do it. Don't fall to that snare. It's very easy to do that. Let me tell you. Trust me. I, I can talk from firsthand experience. But you know what? It's not worth it. It's better to allow God to work on your behalf and to work things out. It could be it could be a situation with your spouse. Seriously, it could be a divorce situation. I, I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't, I, I don't know what your situation is, but I just know that God wants you to hear this message right here. That, you know, I go back to that whole entire thing. But in Proverbs, Proverbs 20, verse 22, do not say. I will repay evil. But then right it says, wait expectantly for the Lord. and He will rescue you. Kingdom success, I'm telling you, guys. You've got to make the Lord your source. You've got to make the Lord your source. Hands down.
It's just all there's to it. By making the Lord your source, I promise, I can guarantee, because this is in the Bible, He's going to take care of it. He's going to make it right. Even if it doesn't seem like it's ever going to get right, He's going to make it right. I can promise you that. Okay? So, on this 360th episode and 10th anniversary, actually is May the 11th, is actually the official date. Uh, the, the first episode of the Kingdom Success podcast ever came out. But uh, guys, I appreciate you guys. Know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and we'll catch you on the other side.